mindset. It's how we see life, people, events, and in some cases, it can even dictate how people see you. The High Frequency Mindset Podcast will help you raise your consciousness and see things in a new light and create new pathways to living better. Host Sally Wagner is a coach and entrepreneur, and she has some answers for you, as well as some soul-searching questions for her guests that will definitely raise your vibe. Here's Sally. Hi, it's Sally Wagner. Welcome, everybody, to High Frequency Mindset Podcast. I'm very pleased to welcome our guest today, Josevi Jackson. Josevi, welcome. Thank you, Sally. I'm so happy you're here. I'm going to introduce you to everybody, and then we'll just have a conversation. How about that? Sounds good. Perfect. Josevi is the owner of Black Card Books Publishing Company. Josevi is a multi-million dollar producer selling millions in products in the last four years alone and has received various awards throughout the years. During her time working in corporate America, she managed well over 750 employees. Certainly, her role as an innovator and leader is undeniable. Josevi is the author of Thrive and Be Somebody, 11 Steps to Maneuver Life's Obstacles with Confidence. She enjoys using her experiences and expert strategies to make a positive and lasting impact on the lives of others. As an international business coach and speaker, Josevi is greatly driven by her passion to help others succeed in life. Currently, she speaks all over the world to audiences as large as 2,000. Josevi enjoys being a world traveler. She currently lives in Arizona with her husband, is a mother to six children and multiple grandchildren. Wow, busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I just had another grandson born two days ago. Oh, my goodness. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I have a new little guy who came along in January and mm-hmm. another new one coming next month in June. Oh, wow. Congrats. Very exciting times. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So uh, I'm very eager to learn about your publishing business because so many of us uh, are looking if we haven't made the leap yet, we're looking at the possibility of writing a book for many reasons, right? It increases credibility. Um, it gives us exposure as a great lead gen tool. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> so. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so how did you get into that? Because it's such a fabulous business. You know, it's funny that you ask. I actually got into this by attending a webinar or no, it was a seminar, an in-person live event. I'm so used to saying uh, webinars now because we've been doing webinars for the last two years, but I actually attended an in-person event uh, probably seven years ago. And it was the company that I own now, actually. So when I was at the event, I... um, I, um, sorry about that. While I was at, can you see me? I think I'm frozen. While I was at the event, I literally sat there and thought, if I don't write my book now, I'm never going to get this done. I need to do this right here, right now with these people. And so I literally took a leap of faith and decided to join their publishing program. And from that point on, I became one of their publishing coaches. 
And uh, eventually I became the VP of sales and marketing, the CEO, and then I bought the company effective January 1st of this year. Wow, what an amazing journey. <laughs> yeah, it has been. It's been an awesome journey. Yeah. I can tell you that there is nothing more exciting and fulfilling than helping people reach their dreams. Yeah. It is so awesome to see uh, people's lives. I, I can tell you one example that I have is a couple. Uh, she was uh, an RN and he was an engineer. And they attended one of our events and decided they wanted to take the leap and they wanted to get their book done. About six months before their book was published, uh, she quit her job as an RN because it, you know, it wasn't as fulfilling as what she always dreamed that job would be for her. And six months after their book was published, he quit his job as an engineer. And now nobody knows that they were an RN and an engineer. They wrote a book called The New Power Couple and people now recognize them as relationship experts. And they tour all over the world doing speaking. Uh, they've created their own uh, couples workshops and uh, they teach people and train people all over the world on how to have successful marriages. And so it's such like to watch them grow from just having an idea to being able to accomplish that idea and to be able to use that to help millions of people all over the world. And to know that our company that I personally have been a part of that is just, it's just, there's nothing like it. Yeah. It is an amazing experience. Yeah. And I think there's so many people who are like those people you just told us about, right? We all have that story in us and we want to get it out and kind of your experience. If I don't do it now, it just, it, you know, I, yeah. I feel like I'm not going to live. Not, not that we would die, but, you know, just not live and in the way we want. And yeah. And so for somebody who has that, because I hear it all the time and then there's the, but, but I just, I'm not a writer, you know? So what, what assistance, what advice would you give to somebody in that situation? Uh, first, I would tell them, definitely attend our free boot camps. You can find uh, information to attend our free boot camps on our website, blackcardbooks.com. Uh, that would be the first thing because every single thing that you need to know to successfully write and publish your book, we actually give all of that information away for free, Sally. So um, that would be the first thing. The second thing that I would recommend is the first thing that we teach in that boot camp, which is planning the right book. So the key in becoming a successful author and to use that book to really generate leads, to build a business around your book, to give yourself credibility is, first of all, it's not about what you want to say. It's about what your readers want to hear. It's yeah. about uh, what you can do to help meet their needs, desires, and problems. You want people, if they're at the airport and they're walking by your book, you want them to go, oh, oh my goodness, I need that. And so that's what we teach all of our authors is how to create that book, how to plan the right book right from the beginning and to make it so that it's more about the reader and less about what we as authors who, you know, we as authors like to talk a lot. So we like to write a lot, but yes. it's about less about what we want to say or write. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And, and it, what you're talking about is skill, right? There's yeah, skill. absolutely. And it, you know, we, we have these images of the writer, the artist, you know, about, you know, somebody who is just has this inspiration and things just come to them. And, and that's not necessarily the case, right? There's a lot mm-hmm. of skill. And if it's mm-hmm. a skill, it can be learned. Absolutely. And that's what we do. Uh, we teach you every step of the way. We have uh, publishing coaches who are experts in their areas. They coach people, teach them, train them, guide them through the process. Uh, there's really no such thing as writer's block. I hate to even say the word yeah. uh, because uh, what our founder, Mr. Jerry Robert, has done is he's created a proprietary 40-hour write-it system. And so we teach everyone that. They go through that when they attend our three-day boot camps. And we've got um, experts in every area that will be on your team helping you get your book done. So, for example, we've got uh, experts who are uh, experts in doing book covers. So, you know, there's a science to colors and fonts and all of the, I don't know that science, uh, but our team who creates all of the book covers, they know that science so that when your T-pop is walking by your book, the colors, the fonts, the title will pop out to them and they will be like, oh yes, I want this. And so there, that's just the, the that's just a scratch on the surface, Sally, of uh everything that it takes to really create and launch a successful book to be able to reach your primary objective, whatever that may be. For some of our authors, they want to increase their sales by generating leads with their book. Some of our authors just want more credibility so that people can hear them so they can be heard. Some of our authors just want uh, to become speakers and a book is 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 the key to opening up the door to the speaking world. Uh, once you become an author, you become an expert. And so people want to hear what you have to say. Uh, we have a lady uh, in Texas. Uh, she joined our program when she was 70 years old. She wrote a book about, so she had two parents, her husband's, both of her husband's parents and both of her parents who had uh, a combination of Alzheimer's dementia uh, as they were aging. And she was their only caregiver. And uh, so she wrote a book, you, you Gotta Laugh to Keep From Crying. And uh, so that's what her book is about. Well, once she became an author, she was asked to speak all over uh, from the gardening club. She didn't even write a book about gardening. Yes. But because people view you, once you become an author, they view you as an expert, then you become an expert on a lot of different subjects. Uh, they just are excited to have you and to hear you speak. So, so you know, a book ha- is a key that can unlock the door to the speaking world, even if the topics are not what you've written your book about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because you're right, there are all kinds of groups who are interested in having an author come and speak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so there's so many benefits to having a book. And, yeah. um, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, it, and it, interestingly, one of the things that we have not said is making a lot of money. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So there is definitely a, a business that you build around having a book. So a book becomes an asset. And uh, one of my friends, uh, uh, oh my goodness, I just, I can't believe I can't think of her name. It just slipped, just like that. I was just speaking with her a couple of weeks ago. 
uh, I can't, I'll think of her name in just a second, but she wrote the book. Uh, she co-wrote the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. I can't think of her name. I can't believe it. But uh, I literally was just on stage with her. Uh, but she co-wrote the book and she helped make the cash flow game. And she talks about using, first of all, she talks about generating and holding on to assets. She talks about building wealth through asset generation mm-hmm. and retention and using, you know, trying to get as many assets as you can. I mean, uh, when I was in a meeting with her, she even talked about the fact that she owns a ranch and what did she put on her ranch? She put cows, because what are the cows? They're assets. Uh, you know, she put a cabin on the ranch that people could come and they could uh, stay at the ranch as if it's a resort. And what does that cabin become? It becomes an asset because it becomes an income producing uh, asset. And so a book, she talks about this, a book is an asset that can produce income for you. And one thing we didn't talk about is how it can leave a legacy. So it can produce income for you and for generations after you as well. You think about the book, um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I was just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so they've now, they now have a Napoleon Hill foundation, which is owned and operated by, you know, it started by his family and then it's been passed on. Uh, And so that book is still generating tons and tons of income, that one asset is still generating tons of income. And Napoleon Hill has been gone from us for a very long time. Uh, And so so the other thing that I think is an asset is legacy. You know, we all have those stories inside of us that we, you know, it's funny. When I wrote my book, Thrive and Be Somebody, 11 Steps to Maneuvering Life's Obstacles with Confidence, there were things that I was writing in my book that I didn't even realize that my now grown children didn't even know about me. Yeah. Because there's just some things that you don't tell kids about your life as they, as they're growing up, they're like, mom, how come you never told us this? Well, you guys were kids. So it's not really something you tell kids. And then as, as they become adults, you just don't even think about it. But you know, there are stories in my book that I've written that my children can now benefit and learn from that I didn't even realize that I never even told them about. And so it's not just my children, that legacy will be passed on to my grandchildren, to other people's children, people's children all over the world, you know, people, anybody who can benefit from that information, I'm leaving a legacy for the world. Like that's huge. And the feeling that you get from that is it's incomparable because, uh, you know, I'm a Bible reader and the Bible says there's more happiness in giving than in receiving. I can attest to that. It's totally true. Absolutely. Uh, A couple of things in in what you're saying, um, the the Napoleon Hill thing. So just last week um, they had on Amazon, there was a big push to get Think and Grow Rich up in the bestseller list. So, I mean, that book has been out for decades and it's still fresh and they're still promoting it to people. Um, yes. and, and then what you were saying about the stories, it just, it, it really touched me because uh, my mother passed away a few years ago and mm. she, you know, she still has siblings left, but everybody's getting older. And I, I realized at the time, there's so much that I didn't know about her. 
you know, yeah. and and I could ask her siblings, but they're younger. So there are things that they wouldn't know yeah, uh, because of those years when she was growing up. And so at that time, I started a project to write family stories so that, as you say, as a legacy to share with my children and grandchildren yeah. and even my niece and nephew and, you know, uh, to to because I had a different perspective on the family than they did as they are younger, you know. And so those kinds of things that we can share uh, with our families and, as you say, with the world, that's such a, a value and a treasure. It is. It really is. Um, I um, uh, was thinking about, um, we have tons of famous people. Uh, once you hit a certain level of fame, what do most of them do? Yeah. They write a book. Yeah. Uh, you think about Michelle Obama wrote a book. Uh, what's the guy with the curly hair, the cute guy with the curly hair who just wrote a book? Uh, he was in uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I can't think, I don't know why I can't think of names today, Sally. Yeah. <laughs> I had my coffee this morning. You, <laughs> um, oh, Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey, that's exactly who it is. He just wrote a book revealing some of the things about his family mm -hmm. that he felt could help other people. And so these are things that really put you on the mark. Yeah. You know, uh, even comedians, uh, Steve yeah. Harvey. He does a family feud. Mm -hmm. He has written two books. Yeah. You know, uh, he has such an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. He really does. I think he went from sleeping in his car mm -hmm. to now he just, you know, there's, yeah. you can't touch him. <laughs> yeah. exactly. But see that these are the things that help to inspire other people. Yeah. You know, and I think that is something that is crucial in this world in this day and age it's really crucial to be able to, you know, when I talk about giving and, and, and there's more happiness in giving, you know, it's not always about giving monetary, monetarily, even mm -hmm. though that's good to do too, right? Yeah. Uh, but what about touching somebody here? Yeah. You know, uh, one of my mentors, who is our founder, Mr. Jerry Robert, talks about how uh, he wrote a book uh, and he wrote the book Millionaire Mindset. And uh, he wrote another book, How to Overcome Life's Obstacles. Uh, that was his first book. But one of the things that touched him the most out of everything that he accomplished in writing his books was the fact that there was a gentleman that uh, he became friends with uh, who approached him and said, you know, I was about to commit suicide and I read your book. And he only read just the first few chapters and he thought, okay, I'll just wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And he just kept reading. And, and he just thought, you know, it, it can, you know, you don't know how much your story can give somebody else hope. Absolutely. And I think that's what it's all about. It's about really putting, being willing to put ourselves out there and our team helps with that. Like we help you to be able to formulate your story so that you're not afraid. I think fear is the number one thing that mm -hmm. stops people from writing their books. Yes. It's because we're just afraid. What will people think? What if I can't, what if it's not good enough? Um, and there's all kinds of books out there. You know, I wrote this book. Um, this is called The Small Business Survival Guide. It's a 40 page book that mm -hmm. I use as a giveaway. I wrote this book in 2020 
just simply because I had a friend who is in a consulting business and she was a little frustrated because businesses were going out of business really fast in 2020. I mean, you know, the pandemic uh, doors were closed and there were people who didn't have any plan to be able to be to sustain their business during something like that. And so they were just going out of business fast. And so I couldn't sleep at night. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I started my first business when I was 20 years old. And so I understand the feeling that having your own business is like having a little baby. You grow that business just like you grow a baby. And that feeling you have when that business grows and becomes successful and then to have to close it down, I understand that feeling too, because I've had some successes and I've had some learning experiences. Yeah, and so I, you know, I felt I couldn't even sleep at night thinking about, I, I told her, I said, I could probably help some of these people. And she was like, well, it's, they're already out of business. And so I thought, you know, maybe I should do something. And that's where this book came from. And I just give it away for free because I want to help small businesses. Small businesses are like the blood of the economy. You know, they're, they create jobs, you know, they, uh, you know, it's just, it's the blood of the economy. When we stop having small businesses, then we stop having entrepreneurs. We stop having competitiveness, competition, you know, there's just so much. And so I thought we really, you know, we really have to keep this going. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you mentioned this uh, program that people can become part of. What are the other ways that people can work with you uh, when they are interested in their own books? So um, we have two programs. We have our publishing program, which is called the Instant Author Program. We also have a do-it-yourself program Mm -hmm. uh, where we teach people how to successfully self-publish. Um, And you can learn about that at our three-day events as well. And of course, at our three-day events, we give you everything you need to know to successfully self-publish for free. Uh, It's just hard to get everything remembered. You know, it's like an immersion course, right? It's a three-day boot camp. And so you're totally immersed. You will leave that boot camp with the skeleton of your book already in your hand. So for people whose book is still stuck here, We actually show you during that event how to get your book from up here actually down on paper in writing so that you can continue even after the event. So there's lots of ways that you can work with us. Um, We also have marketing programs uh, that we use for our authors. We have bestseller programs. Uh, We have tons of things that we can use for people who are our authors or who are already authors to help them to be able to market. It's one thing, you know, I think most people think the hardest thing is to get the book from here to here, but that's not the truth. The hardest thing is to get the book from here out here. And so we teach that as well. And we start by making sure you plan the right book so that people will want that book and it won't be so hard to get it out here. That's, yeah, what an amazing thing. You're exactly right. I mean, we can have the best message in the world, but if nobody gets it, then what's the point? Absolutely. Oh, So those steps that you provide are so crucial to the process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we, and you know, our team of experts enjoys what they do. We have a unique company in that uh, everybody's excited about what they do because we're all helping our authors to be successful. So in order for us to be successful, our authors have to be successful. And so we we start with uh, what we call our discovery form. 
where we pull all of the information out that we need to give to each of our team members so that they can successfully do their jobs. But it helps uh, a lot of people go, well, I don't really know exactly what I want to write my book about. I've got this idea, I've got this idea, I've got this idea. And so we have you complete that discovery form so that our coaches can come in and say, you know, so first of all, what's your primary objective? What do you want the book to do for you? It's something that most people who want to write a book don't even think about, including me. I remember when I was first asked that question, my answer was, oh, I just want to help people. Yeah. That's not what I want the book to do for me. That's what I want the book to do for other people. And so it took me a while to figure out, oh, I want the book to give me speaking engagements. I want the book to give me credibility, to get me mm-hmm. coaching clients. You know, mm-hmm. I want the book to give me um, uh, a way to generate leads for my coaching business. You know, these are all things that now I have a primary objective. Now these are things that I want the book to do for me. I want to create uh, um, uh, marketing items and uh, materials, t-shirts and a journal and pins and all of these things around the topic of the book. And I want to sell those. Well, how can I sell those? Well, I can use the book as a marketing tool for that. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes back to the book, right? Yep. Absolutely. And, And to help people get that clarity around why is it you know because uh again going back to the beginning of our discussion everybody has that book you know i just want to write a book i i feel it inside me you know and uh but then it's like why (laughs) what am i going to do with it now that i've done it you know uh and to be purposeful and intentional around how you use the book is so important yeah You know, Sally, there is another aspect that happens when you're writing a book. So we don't discourage. So we discourage writing bios because if nobody knows you, then they don't really care about your story. Yeah. Uh, But what we do encourage is weaving your story throughout the book as examples of the lessons that you're trying to teach. Absolutely. And so when that happens, though, there is a growth that happens to you as the author. For some people, some of these stories, they've never put in writing. They've never even told people these stories. And so it becomes very cathartic in order to write that and weave those stories. So you do grow, uh, you learn, uh, you know, you're basically teaching yourself. It's almost like self-therapy. You know, if you think about it, when we go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, for the most part, we're doing all the talking and they're doing all the listening. And as we're talking, we're healing. Yeah. The same thing happens when you're writing a book. A lot of people are uh, familiar with the fact that journaling helps you to heal from trauma, from all kinds of things, right? So just imagine you're writing your book, your story, you're putting in your life stories as examples to help someone else. You can't get any better healing than that. And so that happens along the way too. Absolutely. There is a great deal of healing that goes on in that process. And growth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I have a couple more questions for you. Uh, the yes. first question is, uh, and the, here's the setup for it. So in my coaching, I use an acronym. It's MSG. That stands for Mindset, Skill Set, Get Off Your Asset. Because I think that encapsulates a lot of really important principles. 
So as you look at your career and your journey through life, what overarching principle would you point to that you believe has contributed to your success? Uh, I would say persistence and determination. I think that uh, some people call it stubbornness. uh, (laughs) And I believe in taking your negative qualities and turning them into your positive qualities, because for the most part, that's generally what they are. If you really take a good look at them, whatever your negative quality is, it's probably your most positive attribute as well. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I believe in, so we also do a podcast that we're going to be putting on our TV network. We're going to have a TV network called BCB TV. And in this instance, instead of BCB standing for black card books, BCB stands for believe, create, become. Oh, I love that. And so, (laughs) thank you. So that is a cornerstone as well. It's belief. You have to believe that things are possible. You have to believe in your dreams. You have to believe that if it can happen for somebody else, that it can also happen for you, right? You have to believe that it can, if it can happen for anybody else, it can happen for your friends, your colleagues, your children, your grandchildren, you know, your spouse, it can happen. Things out in the world are not just simply for other people. And so once you have that belief, then I believe it's your obligation to create. We were, I, I told you I'm a Bible reader. And so I believe we were made in God's image. He's the creator. And so we are creators. And our number one thing that we create is our life. Yeah. And we can either sit back and just kind of not do anything and just have that palette and that canvas and just maybe let somebody else walk by and go, oh, I think you should do this or have somebody else come by and go, oh, this looks good over here. But the reality is, is we are the ones who have the control to be able to create our own life's canvas. And then we can become what it is that we truly are supposed to be who we want to be. And we, I think we know that from the time that we're kids, we grow up thinking, oh, I want to do this. I want to be this. And we allow ourselves to dream of all of those unlimited possibilities. And so I think we we forget sometimes as adults, because of course, life gets in the way, responsibilities get in the way that happened to me, which is why I didn't write. I wrote my first book when I was eight, thinking that I would grow up and be a successful author. I didn't write my next book until I was over 50. Yeah. So see, yeah. life gets in the way and we tend to yes. just push our dreams aside because we feel like we have to be responsible. We have to be adults now. And so I challenge every single person who's listening to this, who's watching this to sit down and write down what is your heart's desire? Who do you want to be? What do you want out of life? Uh, believe in it and then go ahead and create it and become it. Um, That's super important. And be persistent about it. Be determined to make these things happen. Don't give up. Absolutely. And I love how you said that, you know, those uh, things that you believe are strengths uh, from a different perspective, somebody might see it as a weakness. And that's the power of reframing um, to to change how we see things. And and that's what life is all about to reframe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Last question. And you mentioned this early on. Tell us again, how can people get in touch with you? Okay. So there's a couple of ways, but I'll just say one. 
Uh, I would love for every single person to be able to attend our free three-day event. And in order to register for free, you simply need to visit our website and it's www.blackcardbooks.com. And we'd love to see you all there to help you to really get that book that you've got inside of you, get it out to the world. Fabulous. Everybody, make sure you check the show notes because all of that information will be there. And you absolutely want to go to that event. It sounds so powerful and so amazing. It is. Thank you so much, Sally. Thank you so much again for being here today. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you tune in next time for a high-frequency mindset podcast. Mm-hmm.